This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It's Monday, it's the 4th of December 2023. And coming up today, some seriously big breaking news. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, how are you doing today? Well, I'm intrigued, Stephen Scott. I've got to say, that was an intro and a half. Big breaking uh-huh. news. Seriously big breaking oh, news. Using oh, using your yeah. love voice, dare I say it. <laughs> uh, that was, um, I'm going to be topical for a moment. That was very Riz of you, Stephen Scott. Um, Riz, now hang on, is that not a character in The Muppets? No, <laughs> although it may be, actually. No, no, it's just been the word of the year, declared oh. word of the year. It's Riz. Riz. I believe it's a, um, I don't know what the word is, of uh, charisma. It's something oh. where someone is being appealing oh. romantically and just attractive to others. That was a Riz voice, Stephen Scott. I'm down with the youth. I'm also, ext- I'm, I'm, I'll have to say, I'm uncomfortable on a number of levels. <laughs> You did the voice. What can I say? <laughs> Breaking news. I am Riz. I am Riz. I have no idea what I'm saying. I apologise to everyone. Uh, yeah, I know. He'll be on the phone in a minute saying, stop saying Riz. I hope I read that article right. I Otherwise, I, I'm really hoping you did because uh, I don't know. I'm in I'd, trouble. I've never heard that word in my life. But then again, you know, I, don't, I, I don't know much about what the youth say. Well, apparently it's taken over from the word they've got game. Uh, which apparently okay. was a thing, you know. Uh, now it's they've got Riz, uh, so there you go, Stephen. You've got Riz. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's ointment for it. Uh, right to the news. Breaking news. Breaking news. To, even that doesn't feel big enough for this it, news. It doesn't. No, this is monumental <laughs> news. Is, Can we get actually. Rob on the phone? Can he do monumental news? Let's just play it again. I'm glad to do it that Breaking way. News. Breaking. No, that just sounds like it's broken. Yes. Um, <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> uh, yeah, so here's the news. Seeing AI is now available on Android. Hey! Hey! It's about time. Oh, wow. That's, that's appreciation for you, Microsoft. Thank you so much. Where have you been? Welcome to the party, pal. And well, this, yeah. this is big news, right? Is. This is what people have wanted for the longest time. Now, you could argue a little too late, as you just said, Stephen, with, you know, Google Lookout is a very good alternative to seeing AI. It, well, yeah, it is. But there are a lot of people still very keen to get their hands on seeing AI. And for a lot of people, and it's been interesting, right, because I've been playing around. I know this is this is perhaps even Game bigger. News. Yeah. Wow. That's just completely ruined. I don't know what I've done to that. Sorry, Rob. Uh, but, you know, the other big king news of the week is that I got a Google Pixel 8 Pro. Uh, not not from Google. G- Google, are you listening? Not from you. I had no. to buy one because you wouldn't <gasps> send me one. So I bought one you know, for the show because, mm. as you know, I am a hero. I know. I know. Took one for the team. Well done, Stephen Scott. I even got, wait for it, a Pixel Watch 2. Wow. Um, okay. I'm, 
Can I ask you about <laughs> that? that? It's yeah. the silence that falls. I think by music with that. Wow. Well, uh, right. So you okay. had real issues with the uh, previous Android-powered watches, and I'm just uh-huh. surprised you you're giving it another go. But well, well done, you. Because it's Google, right? I mean, I think that, you know, the Pixel Watch 1, if I'm honest, I don't think anybody, even I don't think Google were that interested in it, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but when it came to the second version, I thought, okay, faster processor, um, apparently more Wear OS accessibility updates coming, meaning the voice is going to be better, whatever that means. So, yeah, I, I just want to get hands-on with it, spend a bit of time with it, Um yeah, I'm not going to say too much at the moment because it's very early days. I'm still getting okay. my head around it. And it's a bit, and this is the interesting bit. So I spent the weekend, actually last weekend, trying to get the, the you know, get all my apps on to, and over to the Google uh, Pixel 8 Pro. Because here's the thing, if you're going to use it properly, I think you've got to set it up like your own phone. Yes, you I can't agree. Just, you can't just dive in and start mucking around because what will happen is whenever you need to do something, you'll just go back to your iPhone because that's what you do, right? You just say, oh, I'll just do it over here because everything's I know what I'm in. doing, yes. Yeah, but, but also <laughs> it's all logged in over there, the apps there and all the rest. So what I was thinking about was, you know, the amount of apps that perhaps don't translate. You know, you can't just do a carbon copy from one phone to the other. There are apps, I mean, for example, I love using Mona, on iPhone for Mastodon. Yes. And I'm thinking, now Mona's not on Android, so what's available over there? So that's got me thinking about, okay, what Android app should I look at for Mastodon? I know we've talked about Tusky and some others, but again, you kind of want to know from the blind people, right? Because I don't want to just go and download a big pile of Mastodon apps to find out half of them aren't accessible, aren't as good, and there's one particular one that everyone's talking about. Yes. Like Mona on the iPhone. Um so I think, you know, it's trying to realize sometimes that, you know, the switchover, if you if you wanted to switch, if you did, and I'm, look, I'm putting it out there, I'm not switching, okay? I'm not going to do that. Everyone knows I'm an iPhone guy. And I am enjoying playing around with the, the Android phone. It is certainly, you know, there's no issues with accessibility or any of that stuff. It's, it, you know, having the, the recent issues I've had with iPhone, to be honest, have kind of made me <laughs> yeah. want to play more with the Android phone. Um, but I'm not going to make the switch. I know myself too well. I'm too embedded into the Apple world, and, and that's just me. But I am enjoying playing around with it. But I do think in order to use it, I need to, to test these things out. And, of course, the thing is, you want to be able to test out similar apps. And and seeing AI, of course, was a classic example of one that just wasn't there. Yes. Now, it arriving on Android, I think, is huge news. And they're saying there's like 3 billion users of Android worldwide. Now, I don't know how many of those people are disabled, but... You know, the fact is, this is not an app that you have to use if you're blind. I mean, anybody can use this app. I think this is sometimes the bit about this that we don't often tell the story very well. You know, we talk about it as a a blind app, but how many people could benefit from this? People with dyslexia, people who've got issues reading small print. Yeah. And that could be anybody these days, let's be honest. I mean, how many times have you got something? You know, if you you think, I mean, I think about my parents, they'll say to me, I can't read that, the print's too small. And their eyesight is fine. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. And if you use the uh, barcode scanner, you can sometimes get cooking instructions or ingredients or calorie, you know, nutritional information. So there is so many uses for it other than outside of disability. Now, you, you use Seeing AI a little bit. I must admit, I don't use it as much on the iPhone as I used to. All the time. I know you All love it, right? Time. And it is a great app. Don't get me wrong. It's just I, I tend to use other things like Be My AI more than anything else. Um, but interestingly, I read that now seeing AI has a chat with your documents feature. Have you seen this? Oh, 
No, I haven't. Now, I don't know if this is exclusive to the new Android or whether it's just one of the new features rolling out that's part of this update to Android that will also come to iOS. But if you scan a document, uh, like you would have done before, you take a picture of a document, you can now query that document. So say, for example, it's a menu. You can query the specifics of that menu. Or you could uh, find the price on a receipt, for example. That kind of thing. My favorite features of AI. I use that in Be My AI all mm-hmm. the time. It's great. Um, yeah, so obviously this is bringing in the features of Bing Chat. It's not called that anymore. What's it called now? Copilot for Bing or whatever it's called. <laughs> whatever. Those, yeah, those AI features are now being integrated across the board, including seeing AI, which is, yeah, fantastic. I'm going to have to check that out. Well, I think it's brilliant, and, and I'm so pleased. Uh, you know, I have to tell you that my weekend has not been the greatest because I got I got the COVID uh, booster or jag or whatever it is, and the winter flu jag vaccine as well. Mm. Um, so I'm not sounding as up on this as I, I'd normally be bouncing off the walls with this news, but I'm not feeling 100% today. Hence why my mood, you might think, wow, he doesn't seem very excited about this. No, that's why. Don't. Because oh. you know why? Because I am sweating from every pore. <laughs> yes, but in the long run, Stephen, you'll be happy. Yes, you get a couple of days where you feel mm, under the weather. Let's put it that way. That's one way to put it. Yes. Um, all right. In bed all weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing. I spent the whole weekend in bed, and this morning, I think you know, you called me to wake me up and yes. say, "Hey, do you want to actually do this?" And I'm like. Not really. And then I said, okay, let's do it. And, and I'll be honest, I just felt terrible. But, you know, I, I'm glad I'm up and I'm glad I'm, I'm here because I wanted to tell you about this story because this is just an incredible story. And we're hoping later in the week, maybe this week or next week, we're still uh, hammering out dates. You know, it's like with Microsoft people, they're very busy people. Um, usually trying to fix something in Teams or something. They're very busy. So, um, Well, that's not going to ho- help negotiations, <laughs> is it? <laughs> we're hoping to. They're all down there with screwdrivers and hammers. No, they're not. Try to fix things. It's like, ah, oh, something's broken in Teams again. Um, send down, everybody. But we are hoping to speak to one of the key people at uh, Microsoft regarding seeing AI in particular, and he is blind. So I'm really hoping to talk to him uh, to talk about, you know, this app is, you know, because we all know about what happened to Soundscape, and I'm not really that interested in assuming that it, <laughs> seeing mm-hmm. AI is going to go the same way. Um, I actually don't think it will. I feel that seeing AI is the one out of the two that actually got through. And perhaps its popularity was much bigger than Soundscape. I, I still go back to this point. I think it was a more popular app than Soundscape was for whatever reason. Quite possibly, um, yes. But yeah, but you know, it doesn't matter, right? Because as I said before, you know, we'll, we'll, I knew one day that we'd start thanking Microsoft for the decision with Soundscape. And I don't know if anybody's there yet. I am, because I think, you know, it's great. I'm glad that we have Soundscape still available to us, which is absolutely brilliant. I'm loving um, Voice Vista. Yes, but off the back, the, the, the backs of other people, organizations, and in the case of Voice Vista, the single lone developer, they've put we the need work to stop into calling them a lone wolf. I think, I think we need to I stop think, calling I, them I that. I deliberately didn't say wolf. I, I just said a lone developer. It makes him sound more mystic and more <laughs> heroic, I think. See, there was a time when Lone Wolf sounded quite kind of like outlawish, but now it just sounds, I don't know, well, like, I don't know, I'd be watching CNN and I hear the words Lone Wolf a lot and I just don't think, hmm. Okay, let's so, move on. Um, <laughs> have, have you actually, <laughs> <laughs> Voice Vista, absolutely fantastic, by the way. Um, have you 
So have you tried seeing AI on the Pixel or an Android phone, I should say? Uh, well, not yet, no, because it's just launched today. Right. Um, in fact, it just launched in the last hour. So uh, by the time I come off air, I will go and download it on the Pixel 8 Pro. Uh, so I'm really liking that little phone. I love the weight of it. It's interesting, though, because it's such a bigger, a huge phone in comparison to the iPhone 15. I guess it's probably more like the iPhone 15 Pro Max in terms of size. So it's much bigger than the iPhone um, I, from my understanding, it doesn't come in different sizes. Uh, so I think it is just 6.7 inch screen and that's oh, it across right. these, this range. I could be wrong. I think that might be the case, but I don't think the seven, the pixel eight is different, uh, in terms of size, but it is a really nice phone. Uh, I got it in screaming blue. Of course you did. You love blue. I do. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> If you're going to talk to me about accents, I am uh, I am ready for that fight, my friend. I'm not saying anything. But yeah, screaming blue, it is lovely, blue. and uh, it is uh, yeah. I'm, I'll I'll tell you more about it as we go along. Because uh, okay. and if you've any questions, anything you want me to test, you know, I'll be a guinea pig on this. If you've thought about making the switch to Android and you think, hmm, I'd love to know if it could do this or how would it do that, well, ask me. Send an email in or, or drop me a voicemail and I'll uh, I'll check it out. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. Speaking of which, uh, shall we get to some... Uh, yeah, I think we need we some emails. Email. Can you sing? We get your emails oh. every day. No. Oh. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> that little Most jingle emails. just picks me up. I think we should just play that every day, even if we don't have any emails, right? If nobody emails in, we should just play that. That I think should some... be made available on the website as a ringtone. I'm telling polka you. Polka music. Yes. Polka <laughs> music is the future. So I was saying to you the other day, do you remember I, I got on the phone with you the other day and yes. I started singing? Singing. Sign up the music, the band has begun. polka. I have no idea what the words were. No. But, and you were saying, what was that from again? <laughs> Groundhog Day, which yeah. I had watched for the first time a couple of weeks ago because it was on Netflix. I've never seen it. Oh, it was really? sickingly, um, you know, sticky, sweet, emotional, but it was very good, I must say. Yeah, it's a great movie. And, and they've all tried to do it since. There was, there was a, a horror movie. It was a kind of horror comedy in a way, which was quite funny, actually. One of the few that I watched that I found quite good. Same idea um, in horror form called Happy Death Day to You, um, oh. which was utterly hilarious in some ways because basically the whole thing was this woman gets i mean it's not a nice story when i think and i say it out loud i'm like actually let me let me think about this it's not the nicest of story god bless you lines, Mr. but it's funny how it's done dad watch it you'll see for yourself i'll tell you what i did watch last night um because mm. i found it on amazon prime over here with ad and that is i can now you gotta be careful when you say his name you can only say it once beetlejuice Ah, what the originals? They haven't rebooted yeah. it, have they? Oh no, no, no! Uh, I hope not. I hated Beetlejuice. What? Don't say it again. That's two. Yeah, that's you've said it twice. You can't say it again. I Why was did you boring. Hate him? Boring. I what are you talking about. Or what's his name? Tim uh, Curry. Tim Cook. Uh, what's his name? The guy who produces all the Burton. Burton. That's <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. What utter rubbish that was. Awful. Yeah, but I'm not talking about those, that film. I'm talking about Beetlejuice. Ah, I said it. That's oh, it. I'll be here in a minute. Oh, we're in trouble. Michael Keaton is brilliant. I actually think Batman. The, the, the one, well, absolutely, yeah. Um, the best Batman ever, by the way. Oh. Yeah, oh, it was. I mean, okay. honestly, I love that movie. 
But you know, it's always the same. It's the first one you see. I think that's what it is. It's all, it's like it's like Android and Apple. See how I brought it back? Oh, it's like well Android done. and Apple. Oh, that you know? was beautiful. It's it's whatever you get first. But yeah, so uh, Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. I, I think the thing Four is, times. there could have been more. There could be more of Michael Keaton than that. But well, they're doing a, 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 um, a Beetlejuice 2, aren't they? I, you know, yeah, I was on YouTube and I saw there was, a, I was looking for outtakes because I always love, every time I, I film oh. I really like, I always look for the outtakes. Me and too. I yes. didn't find any. But um, yeah, in amongst all that was a, a trailer for Beetlejuice 2, which stars uh, Jenna Ortega. Oh, I, yes. I assume that's a, an actress. I have no idea. Actor, I don't know. I know nothing about modern people. Okay, emails then. <laughs> We're talking about spillages. Uh, John starts what? us off. Hi, Laura. Long nose Jim and the other one. Just got to say, carpets in a kitchen is madness. Thanks for making mm-hmm. me feel better about causing mess in the kitchen. I kept causing the power to go off after the flood water on the kitchen counter got into the kettle electrics. I eventually put a tray down under the mugs, which does catch most of the spillage, although now it usually ends up on the floor. But fortunately, my kitchen tiles are nice and easy to keep clean. John from Northampton. Hashtag fan of the fluff. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Okay. Um, fan mm. of the fluff. I like that. Has there been any other uh, missives on the carpet in the kitchen situation? Uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, Mrs. K, or if anyone, Laura, who reads our emails, <gasps> she's not a fan. She says uh, she, she actually took issue with this when we were having our little get together. She, uh, she texted me after the event to say, I'm sorry, I meant to slaughter Sean for his decision to put carpet in a kitchen. Oh, not not to my face then. Behind my back, mm-hmm. Laura. Unbelievable. She had the chance. I was there. I didn't want to bring, I didn't want to bring it up, but you know. Unbelievable. Well, can I just say, the carpet... Big, hang on a second. I'm just going to make a pot over here. I'm just stirring. Yeah, well just done, stirring. you. Thank you. The carpet has been installed, and oh. everyone is absolutely right. It's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, it is so wrong. It's against God and nature. It is so, <laughs> so bad. It feels like I'm... Brewing up in a living room. It is terrible. Never again. It was a terrible, terrible mistake, and I'm incredibly sorry. Yeah, well done. Just rip it up. Get rid of it. I can't. I've just paid for it to be put down. It's going to stink in about five minutes. Well, actually, I am incredibly careful now making anything, and I've just fixed my Roomba. So uh, it will be vacked many times a day. And, that, but that's, um, do you know, it's not even that. It's going yeah. to stink of dampness because it's you're going to be gonna, soaking not, it constantly. Excuse me. Just because I'm disabled, Stephen Scott, doesn't mean that I'm incapable. Oh, wait a minute. It does mean I spill it a lot. It exactly means that. In your case, yes. I do it all the time. There, oh, are, well. so, there are some of us out here in disability land who, um, it's a beautiful place, uh, who, you know, will uh, happily, you know, not spill things. But, you know, I don't know who they are. No, you know what? Sarah never spills anything. It's always me. It's just because I rush it. I can never be. I just slop it around and get it in. It'll be fine. It'll do be you use fine. a liquid level indicator? I do have one, but I barely use it. I See, use that, it. That's the problem. I'm, I'm no, exactly no, no, the no. same as you. No, I'm the same as you. No. I don't use it. And then I think to myself, okay, my feet are wet again. I really need to start using this thing. I just tend to miss the cup. I don't know what I do. I line the spout up from the kettle, you know, as you do slowly, lean it against the rim of the cup, and then I tip it up too quick and it just totally misses and goes all over the floor. But hey, it's fine. It'll all be fine. I'm basically living in a swamp in my kitchen at the moment. So You need a a one-cup dispenser. That's the future for you. But I see, we use hot water bottles a lot. 
we're very it's it's like um dickens in our house um how, you can't use it for that. I'm going to miss a kettle. There's times I, I when say, I... No, hang on. I didn't say get rid of the kettle. Oh, sorry. Mr. Workspace here. Mr. Oh, my marble worktops oh, on the I'm east sorry. wing. What, I haven't what, got what space on my... Work... kitchen? It's very, very small. I've got, I've got space for I've two in your hot kitchen. water dispensers. You've got a yes. decent sized kitchen. You've got no issue with space. You could put a kettle and a hot cup dispensing machine next to it. <laughs> if you say so, I believe not. And why would I double up on something to produce boiling water? That makes no sense. To 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 avoid the very disaster that you seem oh, to yeah. end up in every single day. Emails. And then what you do is, <laughs> and actually another way to get around the whole spillage problem. Please put leave the me cup alone. in the sink. What move? <laughs> you, I'm not moving. I get move as well as do things. <laughs> I eat over the sink, uh, which gets me oh, a geez. lot of. Uh, lot of trouble but um okay all right sorry i will change my ways carpet in the kitchen don't do it it's the episode that my wife listens to because she will just shout at me on your behalf she'll say why has he not got an m person and they're teaching him how to live quite right Stephen. it's all your fault yeah Fair enough. Uh, Mary Gotton, thank you, John. Um, good advice. Oh, yeah. uh, thank, Thanks, John. thank you for that. Uh, Mary also got in touch on the same topic. Hello. Here is a blind hack I learned from a completely blind person. Instead of reaching forward to find glass, cup and whatever else is holding your liquid, come down on the object so your hand hits the top of the cup and it will be less likely to spill. Will you never spill any liquid again? No, but I do find it helps me. Sean, I had a carpet in my kitchen and instead of being able to just mop your floor, you have to get a steam cleaner more often to remove grease residue if you've fried anything. Merry heart. Well, it's unlikely that Sean will ever fry anything in that house, so he'll be absolutely fine. (laughs) I air fry only, although my daughter does cook a lot. She's into her Japanese food. Um, So there's a lot of um, stir frying going on, lots of noodles and lots of... um, oil so oh brilliant uh yeah we will see currently it's been in for about three days and it's all lovely um i'll tell you what i don't like about it is the dog can sneak up on me now i hate that i've Uh... now got a ninja dog it's like he's wearing slippers constantly i used to hear his little feet (laughs) tap in and i know he was behind me but now so all of a sudden his um front paws are up on the worktop trying to eat my sausage sandwich i don't like that no no that's not good (laughs) Uh, <laughs> the Challenges of Modern Life by Sean Priest. Um, okay, so uh, who else? Blind Dave got in touch on this topic as well on how to make a cup of tea successfully. Good morning, wow. you two. Reference to Tuesday and Wednesday's podcast. Carpet in the kitchen. Yes, I've got a carpet in the kitchen. Ha! Sean says he has a problem filling a cup up with tea or coffee. Here's how the wiser 75-year-old totally blind macular degenerate does it. Stage number one. Go to Sports Direct and buy yourself a pint mug, which comes with a lovely flat bottom which cannot be knocked over. Take note, Stephen. Stage two, Mm. loading cup with ingredients you require to make either cup of coffee or cup of tea, or should I say mug of coffee or mug of tea. Bear in mind, you don't have to have a full cup. You can have half a cup, or should I say mug. Boil the kettle until it switches itself off. Then lift the kettle with one hand, lift your mug with the other hand, connect the spout of the kettle over the edge of the mug and pour hot water in. You can tell how much you've got in there by practice by the weight of the cup and the weight of the fluid that's in it. It gets much easier the more you do it. And as for knocking over the mug, it's so secure, sat flat on a surface with liquid in it or even empty, you'll find it very hard to tip or knock over. When I bought my mugs from Sports Direct, they were £5 each. Best buy for the blind in the kitchen, in my opinion. Follow these instructions and get brewing. Great podcast. 
can just about handle the banter and listen on a regular basis via podcasts. You two take care and have a great Christmas. Let me be the first one to wish you that and best wishes from Blind Dave using my stage name or Dave Shepherdson from Barkinside in the wonderful county of Essex. Oh, thank you, Blind Dave. Merry Christmas to you and it comes as well. Um, I think that was our first Merry Christmas. I think it was, yeah. Oh, thank you. I Happy need to Christmas get some to kind you. of um, Merry Christmas sounding thing. Yes, well, just add jingle bells on the bottom of every every jingle that we've got. Oh, I'll, I'll just That's send all it over to you then. That's it. Is that how you do it, is it? Yeah, okay. Don't, i got my own trouble. Don't start on me. Now, yeah, look, so you've got a carpet to clean every five no. minutes. <laughs> now, <laughs> that, I need to check the gift guide, actually. Um, keep them coming, by the way. Great. The www.doubletaponair.com. Go to the gift guide. Cups and mugs. All my cups and mugs are tapered where they're thinner at the bottom and wider at the top making them top-heavy, therefore very tippable. I hate them. Um, so if anyone's got any recommendations for mugs, apart from Sports Direct, thank you very much. I will check that out. Um, let me know. Yeah, I um, I had one of those. I th- I, and you're right, those mugs you get, and surely there's an equivalent Sports Direct in other parts of the world. I mean, basically you're talking a big sports shop, right? Um, yes. They do sell own brand stuff. And I bring this up because I was telling a friend of mine just yesterday about the own brand jacket that I had bought from their store. And I said, and I pointed to the logo, I said, I don't know what the name is or how you pronounce it, but that's it there. And the person said to me, there's nothing there. And, and they said, actually, what, oh. if I'm honest, it looks like you've got something on your top. Maybe you want to, to clear it away. And it turned out it was the remainder of the logo. <laughs> it's clearly high quality material here. Um, but yeah, it, the logo had basically just I melted off. you were going to say it was a, the remains of an egg sandwich. <laughs> well, I thought that as well, to be honest. that was I, I often go there thinking it must be food related. That's not gravy. That's Lacoste. How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Yves Saint Laurent. Um, oh. Or whatever. Um, oh so yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, so... Cups, mugs. Cups, yes. mugs. Yeah, I think uh, big, that's a good one. That actually, and, and of course, here's the thing, and just to alert you uh, to this one, Blind Dave, that would not fit in the table coaster, just uh, to let you know in terms oh, of sizes. Nothing is easy, is it? But I would say you probably don't need a table coaster if you've got one of those because they no. are huge. Well, the, the, the thing here is the necessity and essential thing is a flat bottom. Flat bottom mugs yep, make yep. the blindy world go round, obviously. Or anything that's got that curved bottom, you know, like almost like a round bottom. No, Earth? no, no. No Beyonce mugs for me. No Kardashian <laughs> mugs. I don't want any of that nonsense. I want flat bottom. Moving on. Next email, please. <laughs> wow. I've got some news. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the Double Tap gift guide. Hey. Oh, yeah. The uh, Double Tap gift guide. Yo. Give me gadgets, give me bling. I want everything that'll make my heart sing. From the latest tech to the trending fashion. It's time to make my wish list happen. The double tap gift guy. Double tap gift oh, yo, uh, West Side and so on. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that was both uh, dope and fly, I believe. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he agrees with that. Um, so, uh, yeah, big news about it. The holiday gift guide is wrapping up. See what I did there? Christmas wrapping. Uh, wrapping up. Oh, yeah, is that good? 
And we will be presenting a two-part special Monday and Tuesday of next week featuring the items in there. I've got to say, I don't think we're going to fit them all in. I really don't think we're going to fit them all in uh, because there's so many in there, over 60 items in the Double Tap gift card. A huge thank you to all of you. Yes, you're all heroes. It's powered by you, everyone. Powered thank by you. the people. So much. Well, blind, blind people, to be precise. Yes. Uh, loads of great ideas in there. So I'm going to uh, pick some out. We're going to talk through them and uh, come up with some other ideas as well. If you have anything else you want to add, now is the time. I think what we're going to do... I've been thinking about this, Sean. I think we're going to leave the gift guide open till the end of the year so that people who still want to add things in can do so because you might want to buy something in the new year. Yeah, of course. And at that point, at the end of December, we'll close it up. But we will be leaving it available so you can still go back and check it and search it and use it as a resource. But it will be closed up and you won't be able to add any new items to it. Hmm. And uh, then we'll have a think about what we do next year. But uh, yeah, that uh, I think was an, I think that was a resounding success the Double Tap gift card. I believe so. Thank you so much. As we said, it's all because of you, our amazing listeners, making it happen. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. And also thank you to Michael for the song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. This is good. I, I, I do. I like this. I've got to say. Oh. Fashion. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. 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 Please stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea anything about music. Right, stick around. It's Double Tap. This is Double Tap from AMI Audio. Email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. Call us 877-803-4567. And find us on social media, on Twitter and Facebook at Double Tap On Air. And now on Mastodon at Double Tap. So yeah, go check out Seeing AI, which is available on Android from today. Yeah, huge news. It is fantastic news. So tell us what you think about it. I'm off to download it after the show for sure. Uh, let's get back to the emails, though. John wants to talk to us about AD. Hi, Stephen. After giving Sean grief about taking a couple of days off, you only run a couple of repeats in his absence anyway. Fortunately, the interview is one of the best you've done and was well worth a second go. (laughs) Apple TV is predictably great with the AD. I find Netflix is equally good where it's available, but unfortunately the foreign language stuff doesn't seem to have an English AD track and the older shows don't have anything, which is a shame. It would be handy to have a filter so I could just ignore anything that's not for me rather than spending ages finding something to watch only to find that I am excluded. Quite right. BBC iPlayer is largely fine. The AD is not as high quality, but it's mostly good enough. I remember watching The Secret Genius of Everyday Objects on iPlayer, and it had a totally unnecessary AD track. One of the episodes in particular had one single sentence spoken, Hannah is walking down the street, and literally nothing else. But in this case, it didn't need it because everything was being commented on anyway. I wondered at the time what the point of this AD track was, but now I realise that without it, blind people might just not bother watching at all. I also see the BBC have put 8 billion episodes of Doctor Who from the last 60 years onto iPlayer and have included AD tracks for all of them. Yes! I'm not really a fan, but was really impressed. The thing that is currently frustrating me is getting hold of HBO content. I quite fancied giving The Last of Us, Succession and House of the Dragon a go, and you can buy them from Amazon Prime or Apple TV, but it doesn't appear there is any AD. I even looked at the Blu-ray, but no mention of AD there anyway. You mentioned you have been enjoying Succession recently, and I wondered how you managed it. Was it because you recorded it from Sky? 
I remember one of your listeners mentioning that House of the Dragon did have AD, so maybe it's just not in the UK or only available if you watch live. It seems a bit ironic how The Last of Us was based on a video game, rightly lauded for its fantastic accessibility, and yet I can't find a version with AD, even though I'm certain it must have it. I agree about not wanting to watch anything without AD. My wife is sighted, so if it's something with a lot of talking, we can get away without it, but mostly it's a deal-breaker. Anyway, keep up the good work. I hope you both enjoyed your much-deserved two days off. John from Northampton. Thank you, John. Appreciate that. Um, I deserve my two days off. Thank you. Yeah. I think I think we need a, a couple of days off every so often, but I've got to say it was a great interview with Robert. I, I did enjoy replaying He's an that. amazing guy, Robert. I've been yeah. talking to Robert on and off for years and years, and he's always doing something, and it's always really impressive. I love Robert. Um. Yeah, so to the AD point, I've got to say, you know, I'm with you, John, and it's the endless frustration of AD, right? We love it. We need it. It's the only way I can enjoy content. If it doesn't have it, we just give up. You know, one of my biggest irritants at the moment is we watch a number of different shows and my wife will say to me, oh, but they've just said it's available on on demand. We can just go and watch it all there. And I have to tell her the bad news. Yeah, we can, but it doesn't have AD. Yes. The AD is only available on the latest episode that's just been broadcast. Now, of course, today that's getting trickier because there are shows that will just appear online first and then maybe never come to broadcast. And mm. there's no schedule as to how that AD track system works because if it's based on broadcast dates and it hasn't been broadcast yet, that's tricky. Um, on top of that, you don't often know some shows have even come back because there's so many shows. You know, it wasn't like before where you'd say, oh, the new series of this is back and everyone's talking about it. Well, it has got better, though, hasn't it? On the BBC iPlayer app specifically, I'm talking about here because I've just started to use that. And um, I I believe that's got better. There is, like the Doctor Who, the entire Mm. history of Doctor Who is now AD'd. Um, And I believe that is getting more and more when it comes to, like, box sets and series. I haven't gone deep diving into it, but, um, again, all I want is a toggle, just show me AD content. Yeah. That's all I want. Well, there is a category on iPlayer um, for AD. The problem with that is, and you probably know what I'm going to say here, but, you know, it just shows you everything. Just an A to Z of everything in in the library. Now, you could say that's a good thing, but... The problem there is you're not seeing, you know, I want to see the new, the latest, you know, I want to see it broken down. If everyone else, this is the thing about the the whole equality angle on this, right? So if everyone else can see the latest releases, the new, just added, the, you know, the latest series, um, you know, bingeable thrillers, Yeah, and we just get an A to Z list of everything. everything. Yeah. It's, that's not great, you know? And it's the same with Netflix. Netflix does have their own, or at least I haven't looked in a while, but it used to have their own audio described category, which was it, fine. It does. It but does. there was and a lot actually, of stuff in there that wasn't AD. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if they've cleaned it up, but because uh, of course that's the problem. You only know in, until you get there, you, you don't know. But there is a category in Netflix and it's called, interestingly, audio description in English. And that's quite oh. interesting because there are, as you've pointed out, uh, John, there are a number of shows that don't have audio description in English. They may be, I mean, it could be like a Norwegian drama or something, and it'll have Norwegian um, AD, but it won't have English AD. That's right. Squid Games was the same when it was first released. That's I remember right. it was just the, is it Korean? That was the uh, audio yeah. descriptive track on there. That was the only one available. And now, obviously, it did come along later on. We have English AD as well. 
Uh, interesting. Thank you for that, John. It's an ongoing conversation. We seem to have it every couple of days, but unfortunately, it doesn't seem... I mean, I can't say the needle hasn't moved. It has. It's moved in the sense of we have loads more access to AD than we ever had before yeah. and loads more AD than we ever had before. But unfortunately, it doesn't seem that... It, it's almost like... <laughs> it's almost like audio description is done by somebody else, like a renegade. That's how I almost see... A lone wolf, if you will. A, a lone wolf, yeah. Inside the the channels. It's never something that seems to be... It's like if you ask the head of the network, how many shows are audio described? He'd be like, what's that? What's, what's audio description? <laughs> That's how it feels. And going back to, you know, the, the House of the Dragon or Succession, which you need to answer as well, how you got that. Um that is exactly the point. You know, it's audio described somewhere. Someone mm. has took the time to do it. How do you find that? That's the question. Where do you get that? That's why we go to other places to find this content. Why, why am I hearing bells? Um, there is, is it abs- Christmas? No, I believe that's just Santa arriving. Oh, he's a bit early, isn't he? It's definitely not my ring doorbell. Is he coming down the chimney in your shed? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Let me just uh, unplug something. Back in a moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, so as for succession, uh, yeah, I did. I, I recorded it all when it was on here. And of course, this is the challenge, right? Being able to catch it when it starts. So if you can find series one, episode one, as it's being broadcast, then you can start, you know, series recording it and watch it. Uh, because, yeah, that's the only way to get it. Still in this country, in the UK, in 2023, we do not have access to audio description on demand from Sky. Sky Television is one of the leading, biggest broadcasters in this country. Um, and I still can't get audio description on demand, which absolutely infuriates me. If I miss the series... Disgraceful. I'll say it. It's disgraceful. It is disgraceful. I'm Sky. sorry. It was this is supposed to be... This was something that was supposed to be coming... I've heard from from various sources. Oh yeah, it's on its way. It's coming. Oh, definitely coming. hundred percent. It'll be there. Still not arrived. And I'm getting a little bit sick of it, to be honest. I pay a lot of money to access that content, and I'd like to access it in a way that's suitable for me. And I don't see why I should be left out. And again, mm-hmm. and this is the this is the infuriation. It's already done. I'm not asking them to do something they haven't done. The audio description is already there. Yes. They've got absolutely. it. They've done, they've got a department that make it. <laughs> they've got people who are doing this every day. And to me, it's just wasting their time. You know, because if you miss a series or I miss a couple of episodes of a show and then I find it, I can't go back and just say, oh, I'll just, you know, try and work out what happened in the first two. It'd be like saying, oh, yeah, uh, we're just going to publish the first uh, couple of episodes of the new series of Billions. And we're just going to, you know, just take the image away. You can just listen to it. Yeah. Just yeah, work it out from that. And then, you know, from episode three, we'll give you images as well as as audio. You okay with that? Can you imagine the outcry? I mean, I've, I've, and I've seen this. I've seen examples where there was a technical error on one network in the UK and they only broadcast audio for a show. And it was front page news. Yes, that's right. What yeah. has this network done? Are these pe- what do these people, how can they think anyone can enjoy a show like this? And I'm like, this is our lives. This is every day of a blind person's life. And you're just, and now you're getting bothered by it? All right. Okay, let's bring it I back. Just, honestly, it just infuriates me. Everything's I'm not good. well today. You're not. Did I mention that? No, not enough. <sighs> Desiree got in touch. Hello, I recently discovered your podcast. I'm really enjoying it a lot and learning. I work in accessibility, testing digital content using all forms of screen readers and braille devices. 
I always get very excited when new tech comes out, so we'll be interested in the Humane Pin. Mm. I have listened to all the discussion around accessibility not being mentioned in the launch. I think one of the main problems we have is that they don't have actual users with disabilities consulting with them as they design and launch these products. How many job opportunities would open up for us if more companies employed us and made us a part of product design? How good would it be for the company to be able to briefly say that they included end users with disabilities in the design? It's a win for everyone. Anyway, I'm very much looking forward to more of your podcasts. Sincerely, Desiree. Thank you, Desiree. I I 100% agree with you. I'd go further than that and I would say, would it be nice if they would just employ disabled people, period? Yeah. I, why I, Why are we always brought in to, I mean, not that I'm saying we shouldn't, because I think that might be the, the starting point for a lot of companies is bring somebody in and it can, I, I, I don't want to down on your point, Desiree, because it's a good point. And I, I do agree with you. I think, you know, disabled people need to be part of the conversation. We need to be part of the product uh, testing and, and, and development. But I, I think what happens at the moment, I'm seeing this a lot where they'll bring in a consultant, somebody who's disabled, to consult for a little while, or even worse, you'll have these huge companies will pay. And I've, I've had this experience where I've been brought in to test a website, for example. Have you? And I'm paid like $50 in an Amazon gift card oh, to do it. Oh, right. Yes. And I think to myself, wouldn't it be better just to employ someone who could make sure this is the case? You know, I mean, I get that it's a lot more expensive than $50 on an Amazon gift card, but... Is that all I'm worth? Is that all this is worth to you? Is that all this community is worth to you? Is that $50 gift card to say? Because you kind of feel this is a tick box exercise here. You're going to get me in. I'm going to tell you things don't work. And they're going to say, okay, we'll get to it. But we had consulted the community. Yes. We consulted people. We've taken it into consideration. Uh And we actually reached out and did some research on it, Um, which is good. And that gets them off the hook, right? Yes. And it's not. To me, it doesn't. And yeah. it, look, if, if we were, however we get that interaction with businesses, with organisations, it shows that, hey, you know what? Blind people know what they're doing. They can be professional, eh, apart from on here, obviously. Yeah, we can, this we is can not be, an example of it. <laughs> yes, Don't listen they, to this, employers. <laughs> they can be professional. They can get the job done. They know what they're doing. And that may lead to other things. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I, I just, I want to see more disabled people in employment, you know, and, and not, I mean, there's a big conversation in the UK at the moment, and I'm not going to get into it in depth because it's it's a very UK specific problem, but it is a real problem. And this there's a desire by the current government to just get disabled people into work, you know, because we're all just a bunch of scroungers and layabouts, right? So we're all just oh, yeah. stealing yeah, money yeah, and, right. you know, that's all we're up to. Yeah. We don't want to work, obviously. We, no, we, no one we wants this. to work. Yeah. Yeah. Because disability is just a joy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, we're absolutely, you know, all up for that. So, you know, now it's a case of they want to push people into work. And, of course, the joke is employers don't employ disabled people. En masse, they don't. And, you know, it's, I, and I can say that pretty much universally because there's not a country in this world, it seems, and especially in the Western world, that has managed to find a way or, or considered that disabled people are worthy people to employ. The numbers, the statistics of people out of work in our blind world alone are shocking. On yes. average, 75%, are, are, you know, in the West of this world, around 75% of working age blind people are not in employment. So you're telling me that 75% of people who are blind or working age just don't want to work? Just want to sit around all day? Garbage. Yeah. Absolute garbage. 
That's what's we want put to work. out. So in some certain areas, that's put out as the case, but it absolutely is not. And some people... Yeah, and look, I, I, are there one or two people who kind of just want to stay at home and not work? You know what? I don't... I, in those cases, knowing what it's like to be blind, I'm not surprised. Well, I've right? heard... I, I mean, I, I think and that's the other side of this coin. There's like two sides of this I don't think anybody ever talks about. One is the you know, blind people don't want to work, and uh, you know, so therefore this narrative comes out, the world just scroungers. Unless, of course, you're a Paralympian, in which case you're a saint. Um, and, that's, and that's not to down the Paralympians, but you know, they're held up as these inspirational stories. But you've got that, which I think... And, and, and they absolutely are. They're incredible people do great things. But, you know, and it's not their fault, but what happens is people point at them and say, hey, look, this person did great. And then they point over here and say, this person's a scrounger. And there's no middle ground. There's nothing in the middle. And it's like, just what about the guy or the girl who just gets up every morning and goes to work? You know, the person who gets over the front door and gets to a job and actually fights back. I mean, I've said this before, but, you know, you have to go almost double the speed, you know, double the rate of of engagement, double the rate of, of hard work just to get half the way a sighted person does. Yeah, Just you, half the way forward. And you, you really feel have that to need push. to prove yourself more. Well, you do. And it's maybe not, more on us than... I had someone say to me once, oh, I think that's in your head, Stephen. You know, I don't think that's true. I think people are decent. I'm, I'm not arguing whether people are decent or not. I'm arguing that, that there are employers out there who see a white cane, see the sunglasses and think, okay, this isn't for me. And they have no knowledge of the individual. I've, I mean, God, the stories I could tell you, but examples <sighs> of, of places where I've heard it, even, you know, people saying, I mean, we wouldn't put a blind person in there because, you know, they'd have to manage that job and they'd have to manage people. And how would they manage that? I mean, you know, can they even manage themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and this it's... is going on and this is, this is going on and it's, it's going on in a real way. So how do you, how do you push that needle forward? And, and I guess the only way, in my view, is to talk about it, is to actually make people aware of these conversations. Because if you get it out in the open, you can start a dialogue. It's the only way we're going to solve this problem. It's the only way is to get more of us out there. And that's why shows like this and shows other shows that do these kind of things and talk about blindness, it's important, you know, because we have to talk about the real issues here. We have to talk about the reality of it. And then yep. we have to think about what our involvement in that is. But like I always say, I also say, um, there are a lot of uh, blind people out there, not a lot, but there's probably one or two blind people, say out of the, the masses, who just can't do it, who just physically haven't got the, the, the spoons. The I think disability is, the is some, sometimes it's just hard enough. Much. Yeah, daily life. Yeah, which is totally understandable. And, and again, those people, you stay at home. That's why we work. That's why people work. That's why we do, because we, we pay into a system that's supposed to help out in that situation. Yes, absolutely. Other people faking it. Other people saying I've got a bad back and they've managed to wing it onto the disability benefits for a few months. Maybe, yeah, possibly. I don't think those numbers are anywhere near as high as people make out they are. No. I really don't, because having been through, especially in this country, I don't know what it's like abroad, but in this country, trying to get, I mean, people that talk about the benefit system as if you just call up and you get your benefits, really? Really? Yes. That's (laughs) not my experience, my friend. Not my experience. I have a registered medical condition. I am registered blind in this country, meaning that an ophthalmologist, an optometrist, everybody has decided my eyes are screwed. It's never going to get better. Medical term? It could get worse. Yes. Um, And... 
you know, that's the way it's going to be for me for the rest of my life. It is absolutely categorical. There is no confusion in this. And when I go and I sit down to get my, and, and the only benefit that, that I ever apply for is the personal independence payment, because that is one that is applicable to all disabled people. You, you can apply for this in the UK, and then that helps for, you know, essentially extra costs of living with a disability. Um, the amount of emotional stress you have to go through to get that is unbelievable. And, you know, you have to write a form. I've got the form. I've kept the form. The form um, is ridiculous. The reason I kept it is because I thought, I'm not going through that again. And it's not like anything's going to change. So I'm just going to keep that form for the next time I have to ask or be Resubmit. asked any questions. Yeah. Because I don't want to go through that again. It is You have to almost, you know, it, it's, you know, how do I even say this? It, you, you've got to basically... Th- depress yourself into thinking about the worst possible scenarios that you end up in and then relay that to an individual who you don't know a stranger yeah who by the way doesn't care less yeah who couldn't care less yeah you know you could be sitting there crying your eyes out and they're just like yeah 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 whatever two points and you just think this is this is like it's like squid game for disability yeah oh wow that got depressing very fast happy christmas (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's turn this round, Stephen, quickly. Glendon got in touch with a conspiracy theory. Lol, Stephen, check it out. When you talked about your smoke alarm going off in Wednesday's episode and that your cleaning lady said she had hit it with her feather duster a couple of days before, my blind mind started turning over just like yours. Only what I came up with was this. How hard do you have to hit a smoke alarm with a feather duster to cause it to disconnect? Good point. And, oh yes, right you are, Sean. Why it disconnects two days later at one in the morning? Yeah. Big smile. Then I recalled your episode talking about how wives seem to thoroughly enjoy binging true crime episodes. <laughs> well, of course, you know what I came up with, Stephen? Mm-hmm. Putting two and two together, I imagined the scenario that your better half could have colluded with the cleaning lady to create a cover story so that when the freak fire occurred, there was a logical explanation for why the security system did not go off. Oh. That would be my screenplay for a true crime episode. <laughs> I certainly don't want to offend Mrs Scott or make you paranoid, Stephen, but just thought it might be good crack for the show, as my Irish friends would say. Best, Glendon. Wow. Well, that didn't exactly change the tone. In no. fact, it made it worse, Glendon. But thank you so much. Uh, basically, watch your back, Stephen, I think, is the takeaway from that. Why is it? And, and what is the obsession with true crime? I, I must admit, I don't get it. I, I, I've i tried a couple of these things. Mm. And I, I think it's like, I don't know. It, don't you, make you, me say it. What? You're going to make me say it, aren't you? Well, I don't know what you're going to say. So say it. it. It seems to be more of a... A woman thing. Oh, right, that's it. Forget it. We're I'm finished. Canceled. Forget that's it. it. Yeah, just get them on the phone. Sarah loves it. She loves all those serial... It makes me cringe. I hate that sort of stuff. Sarah just lives on that stuff. She loves it. All the audiobooks she's got is about serial killers. I think I better watch my back. Listen, I'm telling you, my Audible account, I cannot keep up. They, they, only, they sell, I think, 120 credits or something for the year, the kind of yearly package. Yep. And we've run out already. And you want to get through this list. I mean, it's just a litany of murder, serial killers, prisons. Unbelievable. And you know, the thing is, my wife, she is the kind of person who if I took her to, if I said, look, there's an open day at a prison. I mean, I don't know if that's a thing, right? But if there's an open day, it's probably not. I'm sure that's probably not a thing. Uh, But let's say it was an open day at a prison. She wouldn't go. She'd be terrified. Yeah, She'd want to go, but she'd be terrified. She wants me to take her to Alcatraz. 
Oh. I don't know if okay. she wants me to leave her there or what. I don't know. Maybe she wants to leave me there. But <laughs> she uh, she wants me to take her to Alcatraz because she says this would be a great place to go. And I, I don't doubt it is. I'm assuming it's still available as an attraction. Um, but yeah, just to walk around a jail. I used to work in a building. But we both used to work in a building. Well, that actually had a jail. News. Thank you. Yeah, we used to work in a, a building. News. An actual building. And wow. it had a jail cell in it. A jail cells in it, actually. Sorry? Yeah, it was it was an old police station. Oh. So it, it had been turned into a, a, a different office, but the, the actual jail cells were still there. And they were all kind of locked away, but what you, ironically, but you could get through, right? You could, there was a key and you could get in. I mean, that's how often doors work, in case you're in any doubt. Breaking news. I, <laughs> wow, Stephen. I'm educating fire. people here. Literally. So you get through and you go into this huge separate part and it's like a full jail cell. Incredible. And there were times um, when (laughs) it was so ridiculous, there were actual moments where because of the the amount of people who were working in the building at one time the only space left to go to were the jail cells. So they opened them up so people could go in and use them. So I would would sit and hold Teams meetings inside a jail cell. It was the weirdest day (laughs) of my life. And I've got to say it was uh, marred only, and thank, and all I was told was, and uh, you can you can figure the rest out for yourself. I was just told, don't touch the walls. Yeah. So, sadly, I can't figure that out for myself. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. I'll just say protest, and we'll move on. Um, oh, please don't email. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> One final email before we go. Greetings to all of the fantastic Double Tap on Air team. I now have been rather a long-term user to this and the prior incarnations of this superb show, both Tech Talk and the brilliant Blind Guy Talks tech casts. What you guys and girls put out is really great, not only listening from a tech standpoint, but all of the utter nonsense the lads serve up every day. (laughs) I must give a nod to both Laura, who reads out the messages with such professionalism, something the lads could maybe learn a tad from, and of course the most elusive (laughs) Mr F for allowing this, uh, sham, sorry, I mean amazing, informative content to be placed into the interweb. Side note on the interweb, kudos to whomever designed the new Double Tap on Air site, as I have to say it is super cool being well marked up and it works beautifully with the screen readers. Well done to your devs, uh, or Stephen. (laughs) I myself have been on a site loss journey for some years now, having the gift that keeps on giving, which is RP. And as part of this, I have very much struggled mentally to make the incredibly tough migration into the blind life world. But I have to say you lads have really helped me immensely on this with your great humour and blind tales, which always brings a wry grin to my face. Of course, I can relate to most, if not all, of them. Mostly, I really have to commend you both on being brave and not shying away from the real discussions of what it is to live the blind life day to day. It helps no end to know I'm not alone on this journey and others to experience the fear and huge daily bouts of anxiety we have to go through. Please do keep these frank and honest discussions coming as they do very much help and I bet I'm not the only one who finds them to be helpful day to day. Lastly, I want to shout out to the wider listeners, as so many of you great folks contribute great material every week and move on the discussions, and not to forget, chuck in some great reviews and walkthroughs too. A special salute to the definitely not negative Julian, especially on his recent voicemail last week. This very much resounded and I could feel his passion on the matter. Thank you, sir, and keep them coming in. I will now sign off as I do not wish to hog the floor. Let some others get a word in. Keep up all the great work you're doing. You're making a difference out there. Best, Carl. 
Oh, thank you, Carl. Uh, glad to have you along with us. Glad you're enjoying the show as well. And also, I'm going to just say a huge thank you uh, for your comment on the website because, uh, yeah, we did pour a lot of time into that, didn't we, Sean? And, you know, it's kind of like we really wanted it to, to be as accessible as possible. Kind of well, took we on want the... to use it as well, yeah, right? So, that's right, <laughs> yes, for us as well as you, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Carl. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all of you for your emails. They mean a lot to us. And uh, we'll get to more of them tomorrow. Thank Just you. a reminder as well that uh, you can check out the CAI story on our website, doubletaponair.com. Get all the latest there. Get the links as well to that Android app uh, that is now available. Fantastic news. Well done, Microsoft, on that. Uh, we're back tomorrow, Sean. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.